This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and ThisPipeLife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. I'm Caleb. Caleb! Man, the intern is back in studio. How you doing, buddy? I'm pretty good, man. How are you? Doing well, man. Doing well. We good. teased out your return last week. Oh. Uh, yeah. John David is off doing John David things. <laughs> what is John David doing? Tobacco Jesus things, you know. Did you did you see? I don't know, uh, you know, I don't know if, if uh, everyone saw this on Facebook, but he actually posted out that uh, recently he was and I'm sure he'll share the story on the show next <laughs> week, but but he was somewhere where he bumped into somebody and they turned out, Oh, I'm so sorry, Jesus. And yeah, he, he's like he's like in a restaurant and uh, the guy bumped into John David and John David turned around and looked at him, and the guy looked at him in the face. He was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, Jesus." <laughs> <laughs> he realized that he was he was getting he's he's starting to get into territory that uh, that he doesn't feel very comfortable with, and rightly so in terms of the way that he looks. It may be time. slightly blasphemous. Yeah, sli- slightly. <laughs> we'll have him on uh, and have him on. He'll be back next week to <laughs> to talk about. He'll it. be a guest with me and Bo. Yeah, no, you know he'll. Uh, <laughs> It's uh, you know, it's always interesting having you on. Of course, you being the uh, the intern, the uh, Country Squire Radio intern, the uh, the tobacconist in training over at uh, at the Country Squire. Uh, Long time listeners know you well, but uh, for for if this is people's first time episode, uh, Caleb is filling in for our usual host, John David, and uh, and we got some great things to talk about. But first, we got to talk about some things going on in the pipe community locally and at large. Now, locally, we have the Jackson Pipe Night coming up, October twenty eighth. Are you stoked, my friend? I'm pretty stoked. All right. I probably have to be there. Yeah, I, I would imagine that you're, you're... I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, obviously, um, you know, you've you've been... Have you, you... You went to these before you were actually working at mm-hmm. Squire. I actually won one of them. That's right. Two mm-hmm. years ago? Uh, Yeah, just about now. Man. All right. Are you even allowed to compete at this point? No. Yeah, because... Unfortunately. Little, little question of whether or not you're, uh, you know, there's favoritism given that it, it goes down at the shop. I highly doubt it. I mean, you if know, anything, John David would be like, "No, nah, that guy's got to lose." Yeah, more, more pressure on him. More pressure on you. <laughs> what What are you most looking forward to, man? Um, a lot of drinks. That's always fun. Uh, lots of food. Just a bunch of people and a good old time. Yes, of course. It's, uh, if you are in the area, if you are not in the area, if you want to make a trek to Jackson, uh, please do it. Again, that's October twenty eighth, Jackson Pipe Night at the Country Squire. But before that. Uh, JD and myself are going to be taking a little trip down to the Texas Pipe Show. Pew, 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 pew. That's right, man. It's going to be a blast. Pop Safari Room, Fort Worth, Texas, October 7th. It is around the corner in the sense that like literally by this time next month, it will have come and gone. So, I mean, it's right up here. Yeah. I'm I'm stoked. Have you ever been to Fort Worth? I have not. I've never been to Texas other than the airports. And that's just in like layover time. (laughs) Okay. So that is, that is true. (laughs) So like- I've never stepped foot onto Texan soil. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that is it being here in Mississippi, uh, when we fly, we always have to fly through other airports. Yeah. There is no direct flight. Nope. Even if you wanted Poor to maybe Jackson Airport. Even if you wanted to go to Fort Worth directly, you'd probably have to You've take You've got to go through like Memphis or something. Colorado or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something some ridiculous. <laughs> no, but yeah, you're exactly right. Well, the airports at Fort Worth, Texas are Absolutely phenomenal, oh, as yes. I'm sure are the uh, the actual places that are in uh, in Fort Worth, including, eh. of course, Pop Safari Room, which we are excited to be there. So y'all make the plans. October 7th, Pop Safari Room, Fort Worth, Texas. We will be there, and we look forward to seeing and hanging out with many of you then. All right. 
So we got Caleb the intern on. We've got a fun topic that we're talking about. Uh, one in which I know a lot of people are uh, curious. Now, mm-hmm. you know, we are a pipe podcast, have right. been for several years. It right. is our specialty, the expertise. The Country Squire um, has, from its get-go, been very much a pipe-centric shop. Mm-hmm. Now, in the last uh, year or so, there has been a rise of cigar presence at mm-hmm. the Country Squire. Uh, now, the Country Squire is very, still very much a pipe shop, always has been. But you know there there is kind of a, a rising um, cigar fellowship uh, yeah. that, that has been uh, setting up shop in inside Country Squire, and uh, I have gotten the opportunity to learn a little bit more about cigars, uh, being in the shop and, and smoking my pipe and sitting down with some of the, uh, you know, I, I hesitate to say old hats, but um, you know the experts in that in that <laughs> the space, aficionados, the aficionados, exactly. <laughs> so so we get this question from time to time about mm-hmm. you know I smoke a pipe. I've been in situations in which the pipe was not readily available, but the cigar is. When do I smoke a cigar versus my pipe? And if I'm going to smoke a cigar, what do I do? What what kind of cigars are good to pair up with the pipe smoker? Um, it depends, really. Uh, everybody's palate's different. Um, that there's a lot of different things. There's a lot of different pipe tobaccos out there. Um, and that that being said, there's a lot of different cigars out there. Uh, so for different like palettes, um, whereas you like maybe Virginia Perique blends, Latakia blends, uh, aromatic blends, there's kind of cigars that kind of go along with that. As far as that goes, um, me personally, I actually am a recent to cigar smoking myself. It's only been probably since we started having that rise of the cigar community come up in the Country Squire that I've really had to be like, oh, hey, I probably should know about these things that I'm <laughs> selling so that I can sell them I was I was planning on asking you about this as yeah. well. Like so, it really was about you know as you kind of had the the influx of cigar customers coming in. That's when you kind of started to dabble more yourself. Right. Yeah. Where, I where, was not a big cigar smoker before I started working on this. Where choir. did you begin? Did you just kind of start picking up sticks, or or did um, uh, John David kind of advise you? He kind of advised me. Um, I did kind of do a little bit of my own exploring. I kind of knew the general guidelines of like you know Connecticut, Maduro, kind of in between. Um, and so I, I started off with, uh, more Connecticut or lighter wrappers. Um, and the, the first one I think I ever had that I really enjoyed was a Camacho Corojo, um, or Corojo, Camacho, however you want to say it, um, which was extremely good. And that kind of is what put my foot into the world of cigars. So from there, I went to another employee that we have at the Country Squire, uh, Stephen Blassingham. I was like, Hey man. I don't remember any of the cigars that he mentioned, but I was like, hey, dude, this is what I like. I've had like a cigar or two aside from that. And he's like, here's all these different cigars that you would like. Oh, wow. And so I picked a couple of them. I don't remember what they were at the time or right now, but um, at the time I, I tried a couple of them and I liked them. Um, but uh, that that cigar in particular um, is actually one of the like remaining truest nature to like a Cuban cigar that is like from outside the country. Camacho was given um, smuggled seeds from the Corojo um, plant, which they planted in Honduras um, in a similar climate to where they were planted in Cuba. And so they just kind of perfected the art of manufacturing and growing that leaf. And so now we have the Corojo a uh, cigar from Camacho. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I was like, when I learned that, I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> I'm smoking a Cuban, but not a Cuban. That's fun. Hey, I mean, it works. It, it meets. Yeah. But that particular cigar is like a kind of kind of medium to full body, um, which I, I didn't know that at the time. And it didn't really strike me that much because it was extremely smooth. 
Um, and it had some like peppery notes to it uh, throughout the entirety of the cigar, stronger on the front end. Uh, but then it relaxed from that into kind of a mellow, just creaminess um, throughout the rest and some slight sweetness on the back end. So do you find that your enjoyment of a cigar, like the, the flavors, the palate that you're looking for, I mean, does that does that fall pretty much in line with the pipe? Or if you're if you're smoking pipe tobacco, are you looking for a different taste than you are with a cigar and vice versa? Um, For me, my pipe tobacco tastes are all over the board all the time. Um, one day I could be smoking Perique, one day I could be smoking Latakia, the next day I'll be smoking like a cherry aromatic blend. Um, so for me, it's just kind of based on the day. Now I do have my favorites. Uh, one of my, f- my number one favorite being the Drew Estate Kentucky Fire Cured, um, which uses a Kentucky Fire Cured leaf, um, which is a pipe tobacco. So it's a, it's a cigar that's got a pipe tobacco leaf in it. Hmm. Um, that's one of my favorites. So like for somebody that liked Latakia, they would probably lean more so towards a cigar like that because it's real smoky, real hickory-like, um, kind of more full-bodied, um, it, and it's it's a fantastic cigar. Does it, I mean, does it stand out? I mean, can you really taste the pipe tobacco leaf versus your general cigar leaf? Oh, yeah. It, it's The way that they cure it is just completely different because they use the fire with it, so it's not air-cured. And so it's got that real robust smokiness that Latakia pretty distinctly has. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And then on the on the flip side of that, something like Parique, uh, I call it the flip side, but they're kind of the two two ends of the spectrum as far as like strength, um, in my mind at least for tobacco. Uh, something like a, um, in my experience, a Tatawahe Tattoo. That cigar is very spicy, um, and though it has some kind of sweeter tones to it, but it's a pretty pretty spicy cigar. Interesting. Okay. It, the Perique cigars, um, I want to say that when we went down to New Orleans, mm-hmm. John David actually came back with like a box of them. Is that right? Because we were storing them. Um, Perique cigars? Maybe they weren't Perique cigars. Maybe I'm just assuming that since we were in New Orleans, they were Perique cigars. I'm not sure. I don't remember. He may have. I don't know. That dude doesn't tell me anything. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is we, we can't. One we of the benefits of working at the Country Square, you just don't know anything. We we uh, we uh actually came back with like a, we, we had some that we bought for everybody who was there. Mm-hmm. And then we had a lot of leftovers and brought them back in and they were in the humidor. So they may be up there. I mean, the, the fact of the matter is the humidor at the Country Square kind of be, has become un, unintentionally or at least unofficially kind of a group humidor for a couple of different people. Uh, kind of. Not so much anymore. No, now that we have our our like locker system, I know um, that is very is helpful. Incredible, yeah. Uh, and it's it's super awesome to be able to have that that kind of space for people. Um, but uh, before yeah. the lockers, though, I before mean, the lockers, yeah, there was just just cigars everywhere. Of like, who the heck is that? Who yeah, the heck is that? who the heck is that? And if uh, you know, there's still some. Re- I mean, if I'm not mistaken, there is still a, a little bit of remnants of that. If you walk in and look into the oh, top sure. right immediately, then you'll kind of see a hodgepodge <laughs> of non-sellable items uh-huh. that are all just uh, things. Just don't I'm, sell these. I may still actually have some uh, some pipe tobacco left up there from uh, from Italy, for, like specifically like five years ago. <laughs> I don't know if I'd smoke that. No, I don't know that I would either. But what I think kind, what kind was it? I you know it was like vanilla. Oh yeah, I wouldn't touch it. The, the thing is, I <laughs> I remember coming back with it, and yeah, it just kind of tastes like cardboard. It got super dry, and it was just no good. And yeah. then uh, you just got to breathe on it. That's what they say. But no, it was super dry. <laughs> and uh, uh, JD he suggested he's like, hey, just you know, let, let's put it in the humidor and see what happens. And yeah. I don't know if it's still there or not. But Probably <laughs> it might have found its way to the whatever jar. Uh, you know what? I would not. <laughs> I would not be surprised. So somebody has smoked probably your five year old Italian tobacco. At, at least a little bit. A little bit. 
but back onto the cigars. So yeah, those we got those three. Um, what else? What what are other good entry level cigars yeah, um, for, for pipe smokers? Just kind of a general brand to look at if you're if you're just kind of curious. Uh, Avo is a great introductory level brand for. Um, it, not only if you're a pipe smoker going into cigars, but if you just never smoked cigars before. Um, even their stronger cigars that are uh, quote-unquote stronger cigars um, are, to me, kind of fall along the lines of more so medium to kind of lighter uh, just because of the flavor profile versus the actual strength of the cigar ends up in just a really good flavor that's not overbearing. Mm. Um, and so the ones that I would highly recommend are the Avo Classic, which is just kind of their staple backbone. That's their cigar, uh, their go-to. Um, and then their uh, the Avo Exo, which comes in a little orange tube. That's how we have the one in the Squire. Um, that was also one of my first cigars that I smoked. And it's real, real creamy, um, real rich and kind of like uh, butter creamy. Uh, it is a really good cigar. Oh, man, my, my mouth is starting to water right mm-hmm. now. Another one that I was thinking of and just kind of like brainstorming about it that I recently um, in the past couple of months was introduced to is the Baccarats. Um, they are a actual sugar tipped cigar. So Ooh. they've got a real, real creamy, um, real mild flavor to them. Uh, it's got a little bit of bite on the front end of it, like right when you light it, but it mellows out really, really quickly. And it's got that sweet tip on it. So it's a real just kind of like if you're a big aromatic smoker, that's a really great place to start um, if you want to start smoking cigars. Because it's got that sweetness that you're used to, um, but it also has like the 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 flavor and that vibe of a cigar tobacco, which tastes different than a cigar filler will taste different than a pipe tobacco. Let me ask you, why why would you go why would you go to a cigar rather than a pipe? I mean that, that's the question we gotta ask almost like you know, initially for, mm-hmm. for, for a, for a pipe smoking audience. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know for me personally, what the answer would be, what, what, what would you say to, to people who are trying to kind of wrestle with that? When, when, when do you go for one other than the other? Um, it's just different. Uh, it's, it's a different option. There's, it's a different smoking experience. Um, and there's a whole other culture that is behind the cigar community from what I've seen. Um, there, there's some similarities, but it's a very different culture. You mentioned the the different culture. You know, mm-hmm. we've been doing kind of this pipe smoking archetype and like who yeah. is the pipe smoker. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, admittedly, there is some crossover there in mm-hmm. terms of the cigar smoker. But there's there's all other, you know, cigar smoker archetypes oh, unto yeah. themselves oh, for yeah, sure. For that, sure. That don't necessarily fall into at least what you would consider the traditional pipe the smoker. The same as a pipe smoker. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I think very specifically, I was just recently rewatching uh, Hellboy 2, mm-hmm. uh, which, by the way, I don't know if I ever saw that. It's a very underrated film. It's, really? It's quite good. I um, thought the first one was underrated. Right. I mean- It wasn't know, bad. It's it's unfortunate they're not getting a third one. But, uh, <laughs> you know, he's a, he's a cigar chomping hero. Yeah, man. Uh, much like Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. So, I mean, like, you know, you're talking about the, you know, there is the the superhero mm-hmm. uh, archetype exists for cigar smokers, mm-hmm. not so much for- Pipe smokers. Obviously, there have been uh, pipe pipe smoking heroes. Well, but- when you when you look at kind of, I'm just thinking about it right now. When you look at kind of the heroes that they have, like munching on cigars all the time, Wolverine and Hellboy, they're kind of like the BA. Like, don't mess with them. Right, they'll mess you up. The heavy hitters, kind of. Yeah, the the, the just edgy, rough and tumble kind of guys who just don't f- play by anybody's rules but their own. And that's kind of the premise that, or the the uh, feel that they give those characters. Um, whereas, like in my mind, you'd have like a Professor Xavier sitting there in his little chair with a pipe smoking. Exactly. There's there's 
One is a little bit more, and I, I, I don't mean to like, one's more brutish. I don't know if that's the correct word. Uh, I, I would agree with that. Whereas the other one is a little bit more um, uh, thoughtful, a little bit more mm-hmm. contemplative. Right. Uh, so there, there are different types of heroes. There's different type of archetypes for heroes. And, and that just goes of, into just the general speaking of some of the differences. Yeah. Well, okay, so that's the other thing, too, because it's not just for those brutish no. uh, type of archetypes. No, by no means. I mean, cigars have been, you know, very much, you think of uh, wedding cigars, you think of, you know, when when uh, the baby is born, you know, yeah. the, the daddy comes in and yeah. he gives cigars to everybody, <laughs> you know. And so, like, there, there is kind of this this joyous, jubilant uh, aspect of, of smoking a yeah. cigar as well. I would it's make very it, celebratory. I would make the argument that that pipe smoking also has the ability to kind of get into that space as well. I mean, yeah. we've seen things. You guys have actually put on uh, pipe pipe bars and mm-hmm. uh, pipe tobacco bars at weddings and that sort of thing. I think there's a distinct difference in the uh, in the prices in the price variation between the two uh, tobacco, I guess, commodities, um, and the fact that pipe smoking is more casual because it's a cheaper commodity. Whereas cigars are more celebratory because they're a little bit more expensive, a little bit higher end. So like at a at a graduation or a wedding or or at having like a baby or something like that, you're going to spend a little bit more money because it's like, hey, this awesome thing is happening. So let's celebrate. Right. Right. You could love hamburgers, but but let's get the steak. Yeah. <laughs> not that there's not plenty of steak pipe tobaccos out right, there. Right, right. The reality is it really just comes down to your preference. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just about what you're doing. Although I, I say that. I would argue that there are times in which it makes way more sense, and I'm biased, but to smoke a pipe rather than a cigar. Like, for example, if I'm fishing, like the cigar seems like a bad thing to have when you're when, when you're fishing, whereas a pipe seems like a good thing to have when you're fishing. What I mean by this is that your, your hands are going to get grubby. Right. You know, they're going to get nasty. You're not going to want to like, you know, you can grab the, the pipe. Even if your hands are grummy, you know, crummy and, and got, you know, fish guts all over it. Yeah. But you don't want to grab a cigar like that because you're putting the whole thing directly in your mouth. Yeah. Not the whole thing, but you know what I mean? Well, I mean, if you eat the fish at the end of the day anyways, then what's the difference? It's all going to the same place. <laughs> I guess that's true, except, <laughs> oh, I was going to say you get the chance to heat up one, but theoretically you're doing the same with the right. cigars. Yeah. So, that, right. so a- I mean, it's inadvertently cooking it at the same time. There's a point to that, but I would be curious to know- <laughs> If there's any way, you know, when it comes down to things like, you know, when you're active, when you're actually, you know, when I, and by active, I mean, fishing, gardening, when you're actually lunting, lunting when, <laughs> when you got your hands dirty, uh-huh. like, can you even, I, I can't imagine a scenario where you would actually go for a cigar rather than a pipe, but I could be in the minority there. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just a personal thing to me. I mean, I do either or the way I think about it is they're both equally enjoyed and they're both as equally inconvenient to be doing while fishing. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, there might be something to that, but at the same time, it's, it, in, it enhances the enjoyment of the fishing to be smoking your pipe. No. Yeah, definitely. No. It's a, it is a uh, self-imposed uh, inconvenience. That's enjoyable. The other thing too is, and to some extent this falls into the whole, you know, Pipe versus cigar, separating the stigma, things that we've talked about in the mm-hmm. past. But but when you when you fall, you know, people will, will go to the cigar because it's more convenient mm-hmm. and that it's not as you know involved. You don't have a right. tamp. It's that not sort tedious. Of thing. That's true. But at the same time, when you go for a cigar, mm-hmm. you're kind of in it until you're. You know, yeah, you're in you're it done. to win it. Exactly. <laughs> so you, you otherwise almost... you're wasting like four or five dollars worth of a cigar. Exactly. So people talk about the convenience of the cigar because mm-hmm. you don't have time to be fooled with. Uh... There's pros and cons to it. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. 
two more cigars that I would recommend. Just yeah, kind yeah. Of, I don't Absolutely. know how much more time that we have to yeah, talk. Yeah, go for it. But uh, Perdomo, um, they have two really great cigars that I really enjoyed when first getting into smoking cigars, and that's their Bourbon Barrel Aged Sun Grown Cigar and their Bourbon ba- Barrel Aged Connecticut Cigar. Mm. Uh, the Sun Grown is a little bit darker, um, and it has a little bit uh, kind of richer tones to it. It's a little bit spicier, um, and it has those nuances of the Bourbon Barrel. So, it, like – it's they're really good. They're aged like six years, and then the bourbon barrel aged cigar, uh, the sun grown is aged ten months in a bourbon barrel, and then the the Connecticut. Let me get my words right. Um, is aged for six years, and then aged for six months in the bourbon barrel. Um, but those are those are fantastic options. They're both mild to medium body, or the between mild to medium um, between the two. Um, and they're just, they're really good. And that's the tobacco that's being aged prior to being rolled. That's the, that's the wrapper. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, those ones have a particular blend of like four different, uh, tobacco fillers, I believe, um, mainly from Nicaragua, um, if I understand correctly. Uh, but, uh, they're, they're really good. Man, it's good. All right. You know, the, the funny thing is I know that we're going to get feedback on, uh, when it comes to, you know, whenever we, we talk about pipes and, and cigars you know one of the things that, that we say about the show is we don't talk politics right but i almost feel like whenever pipes and cigars come in there's almost like a political oh, nature somebody's to gonna it. pop on here and be like oh caleb the intern i'm gonna tell you right now you're not wrong well you're learning <laughs> you know we, yeah, we don't yeah. call you caleb the expert yeah <laughs> we, you should no we call you caleb the intern i call myself caleb the expert wow <laughs> <laughs> knowledge is relative. You you certainly have more knowledge on this than I do because you are, you know, you do have customers coming in asking you these types of questions and, and looking for uh, the right product for, uh, for wherever they're. Do you, do you find that you have, do you, let me ask you this. Do you find that you see more pipe smokers coming in asking about cigars or cigar smokers coming in and asking about pipes? Um, I think it's about 50 50 but more so cigar smokers coming in and asking about pipes yeah usually pipe smokers will have been in the realm of smoking um longer and so they'll kind of have been exposed to cigars before Mm -hmm. um and and just kind of as those celebratory actions if not a casual everyday thing um and so usually those people kind of have a feel for what they like um but if there's people who are just regular cigar smokers they often do come in with a lot of questions about pipes just cuz it's something that they haven't that they haven't experienced before. Do you see much of a conversion there in terms of cigar smokers becoming pipe smokers? Um I wouldn't say too specifically. Yeah. Um sometimes it happens and it's not as much of a conversion as it is just kind of a uh um maybe a 50-50 change mm-hmm. um or or if it is a conversion, it's just kind of like picking up a little bit more pipe because it's cheaper, like for cost efficiency, um, and just kind of sticking to cigars is more celebratory or just kind of that kind of feel or something like that. Yeah. Well, great recommendations, Caleb. Uh, you know, the great thing is, of course, we love uh, we love uh, all all aspects of kind of the premium tobacco space. Yeah, you man. Know, I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, of cigars. I'm a big fan of pipes and pipe tobacco. Um, and and the great thing is, whenever we talk about cigars on the show, there's a a pipe in particular that I always love drawing people's attention to, and that's from our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum, the Cobb Cigar. Man, <laughs> I love the Cobb Cigar. It is such a cool looking pipe, and it is so unique in that it is, it is basically a corn cob pipe that yeah. is a cigar. When I first saw it, I was like, "What the heck is this little Zeppelin that I'm supposed to smoke out of?" <laughs> 
<laughs> have you been able to smoke out of one? I have not, but I have sold a lot of them. So apparently they're worth their salt. Man, I'm, I'm, I got to tell you, I'm a little nervous about checking it out myself. Really? Well, there is something about like, how do I even hold this correctly? You just like a cigar. And it, and it works. And I, don't, it, I don't know. It's packed in there. I've never smoked it before. Well, the great thing is <laughs> they, uh, they are really, really cool. Do y'all have any in stock currently? I don't believe so. At the moment, even at Missouri Meerschaum's uh, website, they're out of stock. So if you are one Man. of the, if you're one of the lo- lucky few who currently has one, be sure to smoke it this week. Take a picture of it. We'll retweet it out. It's a great way to let the folks at Missouri Meerschaum know you appreciate them for sponsoring the show. And uh, yeah, check out all the wonderful products that they have. Corncobpipe.com is their website. Missouri Meerschaum. Uh, again, we thank them so much for sponsoring this show. Pipe question of the week. All right, man, we got a pipe question of the week this week coming in. And uh, okay. this is one I know that you you probably hear a lot. Okay. And it ties directly into actually what we were talking about earlier with um, trying to revive dead tobacco. Uh, how do you know when pipe tobacco has gone bad? Well, the main thing I would say is if there's mold, that's a big issue. Oh, snap. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to smoke molded tobacco. I mean, you can and just like, remove it, but I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Penicillin, blah, blah, blah. Um, but also, if it's dried out, um, that's kind of the like, okay, check mark. This tobacco is bad. Uh, there are like off the cuff, kind of unguaranteed ways to be able to rehydrate tobacco. Um, but with certain tobaccos, you're never going to get that original quality or that flavor even after it's dried out mm. um so that's kind of the tall tale you know some tobaccos just kind of come in dry though don't they i mean like you know you, you open up a tin and and a yeah, lot of them some of them are some of them are designed to be dry like a like a kentucky dark fire um that is a really really dry really kind of it feels almost brittle it's mm. so dry um but that's just what the leaf is like because of how it's cured um so like sometimes there are tobaccos that are just made that way and it changes the the feel and the flavor of of the overall blend or if it's that single tobacco in itself um so there's like there's pros and cons to that i guess um and it just depends on you might like that really dry tobacco that's like five years old from italy (laughs) you might not likely not so how how would you differentiate between it's dry because it's supposed to be dry versus mm-hmm. it's just gone dry. Um, I, I mean, base, basically it's what did I receive this as and what is the product like now? Um, like I've had, I had some Stonehaven actually, and people are really going to give me a hard time about this. I had some Stonehaven that I forgot about. Oh, snap. And so I, I forgot to like put some hydration in it in the jar that I was aging in it. And so when I busted it back out again, like – a year later and I smoked it. Um, usually it's kind of a, kind of a moist tobacco. Uh, but when I smoked it, it was real harsh and it was just real, like that's one of the, you wasted Stonehaven. No, 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 no. I'm getting to what happened with it. Uh huh. This is not the end of the story. Okay. 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 It's not the end of the story. See, you're already getting mad at me. It, it was just, it, it can tend to be harsher and have a lot more bite to it and burn a little bit hotter. Um, that's, that's my, been my experience. Um, but so as a result of that, I, for like a month or two, put some a little hydrator pack in it, uh, and then I had the wise idea of soaking. And people are probably going to get mad at me for this, too. but <laughs> <laughs> he's just the intern. I, uh, he's just the intern. yeah. No, I'm an intern. I'm very <laughs> experimental. Um, 
But I put some Laphroaig, I think, 18-year or something like that. Oh, interesting. I did. I put some But Lefroy, with Stonehaven. Mm-hmm, <laughs> to age with it. And I have that sitting back right now. So we'll find out what that's going to be like. And I'll be sure to uh, not tell anybody. Interesting. <laughs> man, when you, when you experiment- Nobody put a hex on me for that. Yeah, when you experiment, you don't play. No, nah, man. You're the guy that like, oh, it's a dinosaur egg. Let's see if it, what, what kind of omelet it makes. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. That's uh, how to know whether or not your tobacco has gone bad and perhaps what you should do if it does yeah. or maybe shouldn't do. Yeah. But uh, we'll we'll check back in with you to see how your uh, Frankenstein Stonehaven Lefroig uh, creature comes we'll along. We'll find out after these messages. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Just kidding. Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire with Jones! Oh! <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So these quick fire questions come in from our friends at thispipelife.com. Thispipelife.com. More on them in just a moment. Uh, all right. Here we go. Jay Freedy, we are kind of continuing the list that he sent in last week. Are you ready, sir? Dude, I'm so ready. Pipe in the morning or pipe in the evening? Oh, both. <laughs> oh, yes. Hard to choose, huh? Yeah. You know, I am much more of a pipe in the evening kind of guy. Yeah. Depending on what I smoke, that smell can kind of stay with me all day. Yeah. And depending on what I smoke, I may like that or I may yeah. hate it. See, I like if I'm if I'm granted the ability to smoke at both times, I really enjoy like a really crisp kind of like Virginia in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's really good with like a really bright cup of coffee. And then oh, like man. later in the evening, um, something along the lines of Latakia, like real smoky and savory kind of sits really nicely after dinner. Oh, man. Yeah, just the defining like 
the 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 pipe with a cup of coffee. I know we've talked about it on the show before. Oh, it's but so good. I don't. I think I've only ever been able to enjoy that once in my life, just because I normally, you know, enjoy. Stop my, depriving yourself. Bro. Well, you know, I, I like I like a little brown water with mine. <laughs> <laughs> too. All right. We've also got uh, next. We got Burks or Chacos. Chacos. All right. So Chaco- I don't know what the heck a Burke is. Birkenstocks. Oh, Birkenstocks were the like the yeah. leathery type. Of yeah, shoe. I've seen those. I think my fiance has some. Okay, and and, and like, the Chocs are like the big like SpongeBob shoes. Yeah. Okay. They're like my favorite. <laughs> I've never understood I wear them the appeal all the time. Why? No, they look ugly as sin. Yeah. but they're really comfortable, and you can wear them. All, I've had mine, like, I can't make a pair of shoes last, like, more than six months, usually. I've had my Chacos for, like, three years. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and Chacos are, I mean, they're meant to be, like, underwater type yeah, situation. Yeah, it's, it's a rugged shoe. I, I took them to India, and that's, like, all I wore in India. Wow. And, uh, Chacos. Interesting. Okay, see, I've never, I, this is my thing about Chacos, I've never really associated them with, like, like actual shoes. They just seem like <laughs> gl- glorified sh- shower shoes. Yeah, it's just rubber with straps. Exactly. All right, so you're going Chacos. I'll go Birkenstocks. Tires for your feet. Here we go. Hat or cap? Oh, you've got a glorious halo of hair that you've you've got. None really fit on me right now. Yeah. So neither at the moment. But if if I had to choose hat versus cap, probably. uh, Okay, define a cap. A cap is what I normally wear. It's kind of what I'm I'm known for wearing. Yeah, 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 like your little messenger boy thing. Yeah, yeah, newsy, newsy cap. Yeah, yeah. Um. Probably a cap, right? Yeah, man. I mean, I've I've got to go cap all the way. Yeah, man. Um, you know, I've I've been known from occasion to to rock like a a bowler cap. Uh, well, that's I. What does a bowler hat? It's a bowler hat. It's a bowler hat. It's a hat. So I've got one of those that I'll I'll rock for um you know Celtic fest and that kind of thing yeah. and uh, on the occasion. But now I'm 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 known for my cap and I will continue to be so. All right, thinker or feeler? What in terms of your temperament? What are you trying to ask? Are you, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> are you someone who thinks a problem through or feels your way through a problem? You know what I mean? Like, is it a gut thing or is it a brain thing? Oh, definitely a brain thing. Yeah? Yep. I'm super logical. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a bit of both. Um, I, I, I sometimes feel like I overthink things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I try to, uh, it really depends on what the situation is, though. Yeah. You know, now I'm thinking, I might do both a little bit. I'm yeah. kind of like in the middle of everything, if you haven't noticed. But uh, yeah, I, but more so on the side t- side of like oh, thinking being about th- it. Like, thoughtful for it, yeah. Yeah. If A plus B equals C, then D. That's like I, how my mind works. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm definitely, I, I definitely kind of fall in both, but if I had to lean one way, it's probably feeler. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there are things that I, I think way too hard on, but at the same time, I, I'd probably would be uh, right there in the middle with you, just leaning a little bit in the opposite direction. Oh, I know. I've played D&D with you. Uh, what, well, hang on now. Definitely a feeler. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was <laughs> going for the gut, man. Yeah, man. Jorvik, There's nothing wrong with that. All, all, all praise be to Helm. Like, yeah, I was, uh, I, was, I was rocking it. Yeah, dude. And now I'm a rock. Now you're a rock. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> and here we go. That's finally, what you get for following your gut. Finally, we got uh, fall or spring. Ooh, fall. Super fall. All the way. Yeah, man. Fall is, I think, definitively the pipe smokers month. Oh, yes. I mean, you, you smoke your pipe year round, but like- Well, the, fall's a little bit longer than a month. Uh, well, you, but you, it's the, the, the pipe smokers <laughs> season. 
October is the pipe smokers month. Fall right, is the right, uh, the pipe smokers right. season. In, in my opinion, I mean, because this like when the no, weather totally starts agree. getting now. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's just it's cool outside, but it's not it's not too hot, not too cold. Get your pipe out. Watch yeah, man, the leaves just the, turn. Yeah, the colors and the atmosphere of nature. There's not a pumpkin spice pipe yet. Like or a pumpkin spice uh, pipe tobacco, is there? Um. I'm not the person to ask that question because I will never make that. Yeah, you know, I, 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 there's, I don't know. I've it's been just, a barista for too long for that to be a thing. Right, <laughs> right, all right. Well, you know, as I say that, I do remember like this Ichabod pipe tobacco that I actually had in Vegas once uh, oh. that I think did have some some pumpkin pumpkin spice in it. It's seasonal and it's kind of a, a Halloween uh, era spice, but it was it was surprisingly delicious. That might be good. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not. I don't like to push forth the the pumpkin spice uh, uh, trend that we see going on right now. I, I think that's detrimental to uh, to civilization as a whole. However, I agree. however, in certain contexts, uh, it, it can be quite <laughs> the pleasant. demoralizing of American culture. Fall overall, <laughs> fall overall when it comes to, to uh, pipe smoking and just in general, just a beautiful, beautiful season. All right, well, great quick fire questions again. That comes from Jay Freedy over at thispipelife.com. Now, hey, if you've not checked out thispipelife.com yet, you absolutely should. Uh, go to thispipelife.com, and when you register, use the code CSR. It lets them know you heard about it on this show. Uh, not only do you get a chance to get involved and kind of get connected with other pipe smokers around the globe, but you also get a really awesome visual experience. It is definitely a online community that's built for the modern day. Visual. Yeah, man. I mean, you know how it is. Sometimes you go to um, and I'm not going to name any names or anything like that. Let's but not. But sometimes you go to like you know some some long running pipe shops. You go to their website and yeah. you're like, hey, the '90s called. Maybe they want their website. They back. want their website back. <laughs> that is not this pipe <laughs> Maybe Man. a picture without some black words and like blue links. Yeah, yeah. With the, and the, <laughs> the flashing, uh-huh. you know, fire, you know, gif and everything yeah. else. It's like, all right. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Little fire gift. Little sprites and everything. Yeah, it just it it's you know who you know who you are. And by the way, I know people. Call me up. I will hook you he up. He knows who you are. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll you know, you know who you are. You know who you are. Oh, but, but he'll hook you up. I'll hook you up, man. He knows a guy. I know he I know. knows a couple of guys. Look, don't even call me. Just call Pylorns directly. He'll he Pylorns is known for like modernizing like the pipe community yeah, when man. it comes to online. But all that to say, thispipelife.com, they know what they're doing. You can check it out, thispipelife.com. Again, use the code CSR when you register at thispipelife.com. Dot com. Dot com. Your thoughts, your, your comments. comments. Listener feedback. Listener feedback this week, man. We got some great listener feedback. Ooh, tell me about it. Well, how about you tell me about it? We got uh, James Hargraves. Hargreaves? Hagrid. Hagrid is from Hagrid. Potter. Hargreaves. 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 James H. writes in. What did James have to say? Hello there. My name is James Hargreaves. I've been listening to your back episodes. Just listen to the episode about the White Rose Blend. I'm from a place called Colne in Lancashire, England. Wow. Oh, I know Lancashire. Really? Yeah. I also know Yorkshire. Keep going. I'm sure you do. <laughs> I just to like I just like to say Lancashire rocks. Yorkshire is probably only ten or fifteen miles from Colne. Uh, we have her healthy the a healthy a healthy rivalry. Okay. I know pipe smokers from Yorkshire that I have met up with from time to time. We always have a good laugh. Uh, love the show. Only just started listening. Been pipe smoking about five years. All the best, James. P.S. Lancashire, 
La 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 land, la 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 la. All right, all right, all right. Uh, so James, you know, I, I think it's, uh, you know, obviously we, we want to send our, um, you know, regrets that you found yourself living in uh, a land that, whose name represents uh, so much tragedy and turmoil for the, I really uh, liked you rubbing that whole Lancashire thing in Bo's face at the end of yeah, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you like that? Did you like, yeah, no, man. of course. No, Lancashire, when I was in London. Sorry if I totally butchered that, by the way. When when I was in London, of course, a lot of buildings, a lot of streets are all named after Lancasters. Also, a lot of right. buildings, yeah. a lot of streets named after the Yorks as well. War of the Roses, uh, you know, it, it was a it was a thing. And, you know, what I love is he's absolutely true. Lancaster and York continue to have kind of a, a fun, healthy it's rivalry. It's like a sibling rivalry. It, it's, a, it's, it's even probably even more casual which than one's, a sibling. Which one's the big? The older sibling, though. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> technically speaking, I guess that would be the Yorks. You know, what? I'm, I'm just going to say the Yorks. Oh, okay. Um, although it's probably the Lancasters. He, yeah, he doesn't know. It's it's it's. <laughs> I mean, like it depends. You want to go in terms of like like who should be the big brother? Because <laughs> that's really what the War of the Roses. Well, is I mean, if, about. <laughs> of course you're going to win that one because you're the only one here. I'm sure James would have a different opinion. No, not at all, man. <laughs> no, actually, I, I did some back and forth with James on uh, on Facebook, and mm-hmm. I was like, man, you know, you, you we got the Lancaster here, we got the White Rose. If you guys have got kind of a, a pipe smoking, you know, group that actually meets up from Yorkshire and Lancashire, like y'all need to get that together and. Yeah. and smoke that so i know you reached out to john david hopefully they were able to, to work out all the the shipping details but man next time i go to like to london to england in general because i know i want to do some traveling i plan on actually going to yorkshire which i wasn't able really? to do last time but um yeah i would love to hook up with uh with the pipe communities of uh of you know the 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 communal uh not War of the Roses, because obviously this is like the uh, the post-War of the Roses. Uh, right. The Peace of more, the Roses. More post-war era. Yeah. It's yeah. a it's a it's a it's a piece of the roses. Yeah. Was there a treaty? Uh well, it was a marriage. You know, is is Oh yeah, same difference. It's all paperwork. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> We all lost it to the Scots anyway, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> By the way, the Scottish, oh, yeah. we lost it to my grand, on my grandmother's side of the family. I've got claim on that end, but that's a whole other. Um, that's the, that's, that's for our other podcast. Yeah, that's, that's another podcast. Anyway, so one way or the other, man, thanks so much for writing in, James. And uh, man, uh, thanks thanks so much for the shout out. I'm glad, you, <laughs> I'm glad that's the great thing. Our, our England, our British listeners probably appreciate the War of the Roses references more so than anybody else. So y'all probably. Awesome. All right. Also, I got in a review on iTunes as well from Bulldog Nation. Obviously, somebody who goes uh, to school in Oxford, Mississippi. What did Bulldog Nation have to say? Great show. I love y'all's show as a young guy. This is a great show to learn to s- properly smoke a pipe and the culture about it. All right. Five stars. Accurate. Yeah, five-star reviews from Bulldog Nation. Thanks, man. Of course, uh, I'd, I'd be remiss if I did not say, of course, that's a, it's got to be a reference to Starkville, although there are other Bulldogs in the SEC. Uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a football. I do know that. I do know Starkville, like, go dogs. Yeah. But, uh, well, we're down here in Mississippi. If you say Bulldog Nation, we're assuming that you're talking about Starkville. I'm pretty sure that that's just kind of, like, anywhere. But, no, I mean, there's other Bulldogs, right? Is there? Isn't it, like, go dogs, that's a that's a thing elsewhere? I don't think so. Oh, we're going to get flack if we're wrong. I mean... Send all... In, uh, okay, I grew up in Washington State, and I heard that, and I knew. Granted, my dad went to state, but... There you go. There you go. <laughs> And when you say state, you, of course, mean Mississippi yeah, State. Yeah, Mississippi State. Yeah. Well, all right. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. If we're wrong, correct us. Send all, uh, send, in fact, send all feedback. No, 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 no. Just let us live in our in our ignorance. S- Wonderful. S- send all feedback on everything we got wrong about cigars, bulldogs, 
And uh, you know what? What the heck? War of the Roses as well. Yeah. Send that in to uh, Caleb the Intern at CountrySquareRadio.com. Yeah. And we'll tell we'll... Bo what for through my hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> well, Caleb, we we really appreciate you uh, being on the show. You know, is there anything uh, you'd like to to share in terms of overall? I mean, what it, what would you say you've learned in the time uh, since last you've been on the show? What what has been the biggest takeaway in your time at the Country Squire thus far? Man, I got no idea. Just. Uh... <laughs> it has really nothing to do with the country squire, but just like time management, which actually has a lot to do with the country squire. Yeah. Just being able to, we've been super busy these past like month or two, which is crazy to think about and is awesome because these are typically the slowest months of the year, but we've been super busy. Um, but for me, just getting like back into school, like in a, in a really just crazy routine of working two jobs and stuff like that. So just time management is of the essence and important. And in the workplace, it just kind of, uh, makes it forces you into a position of doing things a lot more efficiently and effectively uh so that's just kind of like business 101 things that i've been learning gotcha and do you have any (laughs) do you have any new blends on the horizon um i do i actually and i'm not gonna say anything more about it um but i and i'm not even know i might get some flack from john david from this but i have an english blend that i've been working on what pure english blend all right all right, so look more for uh, mm-hmm. more information about That's that. Some good to go. stuff, I'll tell you that too. Do you have an ETA on when it might be uh, dropping? Um, I did, but I forgot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that time management is so crucial. Oh yeah, so crucial. Oh, yeah. I have a calendar now. It's so weird. I've never kept a calendar. Oh my gosh, you're so young. I hate it so much. Oh, Caleb. All right. <laughs> Where can people keep up with you and what you got going on? I guess on my Instagram. Uh, it's Sir Carib. Sir underscore Carib. Uh, that's really the only thing I kind of post on, and even at that, I'm really bad at it. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> but that's where you can find me. <laughs> good, doing good. stuff. Well, of course, you can find us on the show as well. You can follow us at uh, Squire Radio is the show's account. You can follow the shop at underscore Country Squire. Um, also, you can keep up with me and John David as well. I'm at the Real Bo York. He's at John David Cole. And all that information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Where, where we will be returning next week live at 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern, and of course, 8.30 central so at our normal hours monday nights looking forward to coming back live and uh, and hearing what all john david has done and all of his john davidness visual maybe he's had a haircut by then i doubt it yeah I, I, should we take bets um i'm not a betting man yeah i don't know because i, don't I know. have just terrible luck i i, I, <laughs> I, I just, have the luck of the irish but it's not the good kind <laughs> <laughs> i have a feeling that when, when next we see john david he may have a haircut but tune in next week you, live. you have an inside man don't you tune in next week live uh so you can find out you're about to hustle me for yourself at country squire radio <laughs> dot com caleb man always a pleasure <laughs> always a pleasure bro. Yeah. i feel the same way when we play in dnd again I don't know, man. All right, we got to get that worked out. We do. All right, because I got to get my character to, to not be in be stone. a rock anymore. He, he was turned into a rock. Yeah, man. We got to change that. We gotta, yeah, we got to fix it. All right. Well, hey, let's go have a day. All right. Listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.